Welcome to episode one of the Going Back and Catching Up podcast with me, Dan Austin, and my first guest on my new podcast is a guy that I've been a fan of for a very long time. His name is Clint Black. And what do you say we go back and catch up? So how are you, man? It's been uh, it's been a long time. We've uh, run across each other over the years. You've been in our studio and you know, dating back to my years in Chicago, we ran across each other a few times there too. So just uh, need to catch back up with you again. Yeah, thanks. You too. I've, I've made the rounds since then. A lot of a lot of traveling. Well, the summer's coming tour is uh, what you're doing this time around. I know you've uh, toured with your wife Lisa and daughter uh, Lily Pearl with the mostly hits and the misses tour, and you know both of them. I guess have different. Uh, fun aspects to them. Obviously, you want to travel with your family, but just getting to perform and, and with your daughter now, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, I was watching her uh, sing the National Anthem at the White Sox game uh, a week or so ago, and I'm saying, going, that's my daughter. She's 22. What happened? You know, it's just so... Oh, it's 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 thrilling. It's so good to be a dad. You know, I mean, we're just such a tight little family. We love each other. We like each other. And uh, to be have her and Lisa out on the road with me. You know, I get homesick out there. You know, the only the only really great part of this is my road family and the audience. You know, when we get to uh, spend that time together and all the rest of it. You know, pretty much <laughs> missing the family. So having them out on the road, never mind the performing together, just having them out there with me is just fantastic. Yeah, anytime you're with your family, you know, it's uh it's it's a good thing. It's better than missing them for sure. Yeah. So it's it's been almost thirty five years since you first appeared on the radio with the song Better Man and then right out of the box, killing time, walking away, nobody's home. And I could name drop and you know, I could state of mind, good run of bad luck, bad goodbye, all these different hits you've had over the years. If you could pick only one of your songs to play the rest of your life, which one of those songs would it be? Ooh, oh, man, you are cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine that. Uh, you know, whatever one it is, uh, you know, I'd be ready to stop and switch. Um, you know, I want to say when I said I do, mm-hmm. uh, but... Uh, you know, nothing but the taillights or like the rain. Uh, it's so hard. Um, killing time, you know. Uh, love singing that one. It's just, it's impossible to pick one. Uh, you know, uh, you know, for crowd response, you know, the way it's received, because that's an exchange of energy and, and uh, you know, the reaction to killing time uh, is just, never fails to, you know, never disappoints. Uh, you know, we always feel like everybody's enjoying it. So what you're saying is you're copping out on my answer here, Clint. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's, it's so tough. If I had to pick one song to listen to of yeah. mine, that, that would be easier because that would definitely be when I said I do. Uh, it's one of those, you know, sometimes I feel like the composition, uh, you know, really outdid the recording and that's one where I felt like the recording lived up to the composition and I don't listen with any moment of, man, I wish I'd done that differently or any of those things that always, 
happen in a song, in a recording. I'm hearing Lisa in there, of course, yeah. you know, having her voice. Yeah, it goes without saying. It's just so. Uh, yes, I'm copying out. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> hey, the rules on you took the one with your wife in it. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, right? Yeah, I'm 31 years and I'm married now. Congratulations! That's awesome. That is right. awesome. Now, on a side note, one of our family's favorite songs is not one of your, you know, one of your normal hits. It's the Christmas song "Till Santa's Gone." We love to hear that every season. That's one of our favorite songs. You know, I get that a lot. It was the first Christmas song I ever wrote. Yes. And I with our buddy Shake Russell uh, down in Texas. And uh, I had a kid backstage request it once. It was June. I said, we can't do it. It's June. (laughs) (laughs) And and he called it Milk and Cookies. Yes. And that's what my mom called it. So when we reissued the Christmas music, I flipped the title from Till Santa's Gone Milk and Cookies to Milk and Cookies. Is that's what everybody remembers from that. You're right, milk and cookie. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Clint Black is my special guest. Now, we talked about 35 years ago, starting in the music business with the first hit. It's been almost 30 years since the movie Maverick was out with Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster, slew of country stars in there, including yourself, but none of them, to my knowledge, got thrown off of the boat in the movie for cheating. Yeah, I told Mel, I said, you know, I didn't die. I didn't drown when, uh, you know, Garner <laughs> threw me off the boat. So let's get busy with a sequel. There you go. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I'd been getting offers before that to do movies, and I just told my manager and agent, I said, I don't, I don't act. I'm not an actor. And then they called me, and I jumped on a plane and went up to Oregon to do that, and everyone was on it, you know, Mel, uh, James Garner, Jody Foster, James Coburn, uh, you know, and every gun smoke. And, yes. You know, Bonanza actor, uh, you know, uh, I grew up watching. And I left there and called Mage, and I said, okay, send me some more of these. Of course, <laughs> there was never another one like that. Uh, right. That was just a, a six days total on set for me, and it was fantastic. Do you remember what that card was that you had up your sleeve in that scene? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I've got, you know, I should go look. I've got, uh, I've got that hand I was holding. I've saved it. Um, but I, it, you know, usually it's an ace. Yes, it was. Do you know, do you know, I, I, yeah. do, I, I do know. So, I mean, you got a 25% shot of getting this right. Which one do you, which ace do you think yeah. it was? Oh, Ace of Spades. No. Oh, was it red? It was red. Mm. That'd be the uh, uh, Ace of Hearts. Thing. It was the Ace of Hearts. Yeah, I I <laughs> went back and I watched the uh, that clip of that movie, and I'm going, I wonder if he's going to know the answer to this. I'm going to throw it by him and see what he comes up with. But at least you had the Ace right, right? Now you're going to have to go rewatch the whole movie. Yeah, now and when I've got you to thank, anyone asks me that again, I know. Right off the top of your head, it'd just be like, yeah, I know that all the time. So, oh, Of course. If, Why wouldn't I know that? If your life was made into a movie, I have, I've always thought this, okay? I mean, when you first came out and then this other actor came out, I've always thought that if there's ever a movie about the life of Clint Black, that this guy could play you, but I want to get your thoughts on who it would be first, and I'll tell you who I think it should be. Oh, man, I have no idea. You're you're thinking of a young actor? 
one of the young actors of today. No, at at the time when you first came out, and this it was it was a TV show with this guy that was on it. He's still acting today, but he's oh. doing another hit TV show now. And so it wouldn't be Luke Perry. Who would it be? The guy I'm thinking. Do you know who Scott Bakula is? Yeah. He was on Quantum Leap, yeah. like right when you first yeah. came out, and then now he's doing uh, CSI Vegas or something. But I've always thought, man, I tell you what, if they were going to do a movie about Clint Black, this would be the guy. He'd be like a long-lost brother. I don't know. You guys look so similar. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I could play Roy Rogers, and he could play me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say there are, there are only 13 uh, faces in the world, and uh, everyone else is a copy. Well, you hit me with that out of nowhere. I didn't know we were going to go into science here this afternoon, Clint. Yeah, quasi-science. <laughs> now, let's get to with the, some of the stuff you're doing now. The uh, the talking in circles on the Circles Network, uh, on the Circle Network, I should say, in its fourth season, uh, you're just interviewing all kinds of big stars. And there's Sammy Hagar, Dennis Quay, Terry Bradshaw. Again, a, a, just a ton of stars. Um I want to ask you two things about this show. First of all, how did you get involved in it? What made you say, you know what, I want to do, I want to do a talk show. I want to make it my own show. What went into the the development of this? What made you want to do this? It was it was every moment that I walked away from and said to my manager, oh, man, if the fans could have been a fly on the wall for that, they would have loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we actually would you know, joke about a show like that. And, uh, and so when the, uh, the 2020 came and the lockdowns, uh, I'd lost my day job and, uh, and I, I called my manager and I said, let's, let's see if we can't do a zoom call with uh, circle TV and pitch this as an idea. And we did a call with the, uh, the head of the network, Pitched him the idea, and he said, I'll buy the pilot today, the pilot being the, the right. best episode. And uh, and he got up a call with his VP, and uh, and we had another call, and the VP had some great ideas. And we uh, brainstormed about that, and the head of the network said, okay, I'll buy season one right now. And that was it. Wow. Two meetings, and... And I got that feeling in the pit of my stomach, you know, it goes with getting what you want. Uh-huh. And then now you have to do it. And uh, I just uh, do what I always do. I just uh, over-prepare and, and uh, out of fear, uh, you know, of uh, coming up short. So when I do the, the uh, taping, I can relax and have a good time with the guests and, uh, some of them I know well, and some of them I don't know at all. Some of them I, I don't even know much about what they've done, and so I have to do a lot of homework. Sure. And uh, we're, you know, we started out getting all my country pals, and then we branched out. We always knew we would, and now we've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, some of my other pals from the, the comedy world and the acting world, and, and, uh, we're in the middle of taping season five right now. So while everybody's watching season four, we're getting uh, season five ready. And uh, there's some great guests lined up for that. Very cool. Who would your dream interview be? If you could have just your pick of anybody, who would you go with? Uh, you know, 
a lot of names, but uh, I think James Taylor is the first one that uh, comes to mind. Really? Uh, I'd love to get Willie. Yeah, I'd love to get Willie on. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go to Texas to do it if it's even possible. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a huge list, Dan, you can imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, just. Well, who would your dream interview be? Clint Black. All right, that's it. <laughs> uh, knocked it out of the park. Okay. Right. Now, me aside, anybody in the, uh, in the music world or the uh, acting world? You know, I would have to say I've, I've always been a huge fan of Kevin Costner. And I like every movie he's done. Field of Dreams is my favorite movie of all time. And then now I'm hooked on Yellowstone. So just everything he's done. I just always get sucked in. So, yeah, I would love to just spend some time with Kevin right. and, and chat. So that would be We're my... already talking to him about doing the show. So Well, good. Uh, looks like uh, you might at least get to uh, see uh, him and me uh, doing it. I mean, imagine the stories that he oh, has. Un- unbelievable. Uh, just, yeah. I mean, from, from that movie to like working with Whitney Houston to doing Yellowstone to singing and yeah. So yeah, let me know when you tape that. Cause I'd love to be in the studio audience for that. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Talking in circles uh, on the circle network. And then one of your other ventures that you started was uh, Clinton Black's cowboy coffee. And uh, this was another pandemic driven thing too. Uh, if I'm to understand correctly, what made you want to start your own coffee? You know, the best cup of coffee you'll get at clintblackcoffee.com. Oh, I love it. Um, it yeah, it's, it's just, uh, I love coffee. Uh, a friend of mine's in the coffee business, so years ago, uh, I had him work with me to come up with a really great roast to send out to uh, family and, and friends at Christmas, and everybody wanted more, and he's always told me, you have the perfect name for a coffee yeah. brand, and uh so when the pandemic happened, I said, you know, I've got, again, I don't have much to do right now. So we started uh, looking for a roaster and trying out uh, roasts and beans and, and all of that and uh, and just started it as uh, Internet only. Uh, they're a, a small roasting operation, and uh, they're able to just roast as we go. So the best thing about it, aside from they're just amazing uh, experts at, uh, at roasting uh, is it's fresh. So, you know, some coffees you buy at the store may have been, you know, in, in the, you know, storage for a year. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this is maybe three months maximum. You know, usually it'll be a month. Um, if you order it online, you're, you know, it may be two weeks old. So it's it's just so fresh. It's really good and and. Uh, I have some friends who would not float my boat if their life depended on it. It's not going to be that way. <laughs> and uh, they've, they've gotten a subscription, so it comes automatically to them. And that's the, the best uh, testimony. Absolutely. You got me uh, craving a cup of coffee right now. Yep. It's, uh, I, I, uh, I drink a little bit uh, throughout the day here and there. So I can, I can drink coffee at you know, 5, 6 p.m., because well, I'm in the musician gene and I can't go to bed before three. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So the question is, do you take your coffee black? Sometimes, really. Sometimes a uh, little sweetener, a little cream. Uh, sometimes the uh, tasty French vanilla cream. 
uh, I like it every kind of way you can imagine. I'll do the, uh, the kind of what I call the dessert drinks, you know, the frappuccinos and all of that. Uh, we're working on getting espresso. Uh, we're not there yet, but we'll we'll grow into it. All right. We'll look for that. A couple more quick things, Clint. Um, just a random question. Everybody always mentions the great guitar players and the pickers and who the greatest is. You know, you, you're like Eddie Van Halen and Jimi Hendrix and Brian May and Keith Urban. But if I was to mention great harmonica players, honest to God, the first person I think of is you. And the way you play them are harmonica when you're when you're singing and just it's just uh it's incredible. So I just wanted to I wanted to tell you that and uh I mean do you put hey, your I don't put myself that high up, no. No? no. I'm I'm not really accomplished on the instrument. I, I can do what I do. I I I find hooky stuff to do. Sure. You know, uh, almost like the Keith Richards of harmonica, you know, uh-huh. um, and uh, where I'm not going to be the flashiest guy, but I come up with parts that your ears like. And, and uh, you know, for me, it's Magic Dick from Jay Giles Band. It's uh, Jimmy Z, who uh, I think is really kind of a session player. He plays, you know, reed instruments and mm-hmm. harmonica. Uh, uh, the guy, Blues Traveler, uh, name escapes me. Um, you know, these are people, you know, Stevie Wonder, uh-huh. you know, they completely master the instrument. Well, you do a good job. You're right up there for me, man. Thanks. Thanks. I will, I will, uh, I'll, I'll live on your list and not mine. Okay. <laughs> Clint Black is my special <laughs> guest here. And I wanted to do a little fun thing with you called that's the facts black. Okay. All the answers okay. are going to have black in them. Okay. So let's see how, how quickly, how, how well-knowledged, how well-rounded you are. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Actor that was in School of Rock, Jumanji, and Goosebumps. Jack Black. Whoa, very good. Yeah. All right. Movie with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Was it, uh... oh, man. They had that little pin where they pressed on it to you make you forget everything you knew up to that point oh men in black yes yes yeah yeah i was thinking will ferrell where where was i oh that's all right (laughs) all right how about an acdc song oh back in black yes of course marvel superhero from wakanda oh is that uh black adam no no before that no no, no, Black uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. I could have used Black Adam, too. That was the rock in that one. Uh, and lastly, mm-hmm. hockey team from Chicago. Uh, uh, the team from Chicago? A hockey team. Uh, the, the Black Sox? The... <laughs> I don't know well, the hockey boy, team. Had... I, 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 I tell you, I rib my fiddle player about hockey all the time. He's really into it, and I just never took to hockey. So I'm always uh, kidding him about it. He could have helped me with that answer. It's the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks, yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, you threw black socks in there. I knew that in the back of my mind. That's all right. Well, you threw black socks out there. You go back to the cheating scandal, the White Sox in the early 1900s. So (laughs) you at least had that in there, right? That was a a black mark on him. Yes. Yes, it was. It was. And we still can't. I'm a White Sox fan. When you mentioned earlier in the conversation that your daughter sang the national anthem there, I'm guessing that was for country music night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she did a few songs throughout the first pitch, and uh, she had a buddy uh, come along, uh, one of her Belmont buddies, uh, 
uh, company or on guitar, and he's from Chicago, and his family flew up there and, and uh, made it a whole big event. Um, he He's a, a Cubs fan. You know, they grew up as Cubs fans, yeah. like the rivalry there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so Story of my life. wore the White Sox jersey. He may catch some flack for that. Oh, that's good. That's good. At least if you can get a Cub fan in a White Sox jersey, it's a lot better than the other way around. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks so much for spending some time with me here uh, on K105. I do appreciate it, Clint. Looking forward to the show. Blue Gate yeah. Theater in Shipshawana on June the 30th. Get the coffee and uh, give that website one more time. ClintBlackCoffee.com. There it is. And, of course, uh, talking in circles on the Circle Network, taping for Season 5, but right now in the middle of Season 4. And Kevin Costner, you let me know when that happens. I want to be there in the audience for that. I will. I will. Hey, it's uh, always great to circle back to you, Dan. I appreciate you hey, plugging pre- all that stuff. Absolutely. And uh, what's that card again? What's that card? The Ace of Hearts. Ace of Hearts. There you go. There you go. If nothing else, you can yeah. always, always remember me for the Ace of Hearts, all right? I will. I will. Hey, but you take so care. I'll see you at a TV taping soon. 